Your whole yawn was just recorded. Oh, I recorded all that. <laughs> you sound like you a You just press record I was yawning. Yeah, you sound like a lion. You ain't shit. So okay. So let's start. So mm, this sun is really in my eyes. God. I damn. asked you if you wanted your sunglasses. Oh, I don't want the sunglasses. I just want the sun to You need to sit up straight die. though. I don't want to sit up straight though. Like, the, my back is all it... relaxed. I'm in a lean position. <laughs> okay, fine, whatever. Don't like, listen I'm to really, me. Don't listen to me I'm then. Really good right now. Okay, then you have to have sun in your eyes. So stop complaining. No, I just raise my neck, like long neck. Whatever. That's gonna be uncomfortable. Okay. So I want to talk about this. Remember the, the meme I sent you this morning? Yeah. The so the kidney. I'm just gonna read the 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 tagline here or the title here. So it just says, man donates kidney to woman he loves, but she rejects his marriage proposal. Which I thought was funny. I thought it was hilarious. But I realized that when you go through the comments on it, a lot of men are like, oh, this woman's a bitch. This woman's an asshole. This woman's this. This woman's that. How could she do this? He gave, he gave her a kidney. She should be thankful. How could she not marry him? And I see women kind of agreeing with the same concept, right? Yeah, but like, she has like, no obligation like to. He did I get something that he's for her. Maybe he hurt. took care of her. You know what I mean? But like, she doesn't. Just because you give a kidney to somebody doesn't mean they have to marry you. No, I agree. I agree. I just I think agree. that oh, that sucks because like he obviously loves her, and then her saying, "What she say? I have to think about it." He's probably like, "Oh, I agree. I agree." Okay. And I have the same opinion. I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, Justin, you have that opinion. I thought you were always, I'm not anti-woman. I'm just logic. Okay. I bring logic to every scenario. And some people don't like it because our society has not based things They're off of logic. They're also going to say that your logic is bullshit. 100 years. Yeah, it's fine. They can, yeah. I'm not even going to bother waste the cussing. It's not worth it no more. So, um, no, I agree with you. I agree with you. I definitely think that. A woman is not obligated to marry you because you decided to give her a kidney. She's not obligated. First of all, if you gave her the kidney, mm -hmm. I would hope it would be out of the fact that she was your friend or she was someone that and she knew And you also wanted daily, to help save her life. And you wanted could. to save her life. But if you gave her the kidney so she could marry you, mind you, this is all subjective. The guy didn't say this. We don't actually know what the fuck is going on. This is just an article. Right? I'm mm. just basing this all off this article. Mm. But, if, but if you gave her the kidney and you expected her to marry you, then you gave it to her for the wrong reasons. And if that's what you were really trying to do, you probably should have had prior conversations with her where you knew that she was in love with you. I was hoping you guys would have been dating for a couple of years. I was hoping you would have built some sort of foundation, not just I've been on three dates with you, I've been dating you for four months, and I want you to marry me. If I give you this kidney, I could lock it in. Like, But <laughs> that's our society, right? Like, men believe that the more they do or the more they pay or the more they offer, they, should get they, they can get something in return. And women believe that the more that you pay or the more you do or the more you offer, you can get something in return, some sweet nanny, you know? Everything so is transactional. Where, that's the way our society is. Yeah. Relationships are definitely transactional. That's so sad. Facts. So, I know, but it's just so sad to think that it's like, oh... You have this, and I have this potentially to offer you. And if you give me that, then I give you myself. It's, a, it's not even about getting to know somebody anymore and to have, like, a genuine connection. I don't think it was ever about that. I think that's one thing we have to stop saying. It's not like this anymore. Because remember when me and you had the discussion that, where... But don't you think when, that at some point there were people who just liked each other? No. 
Not even no. cavemen? No, I think, I think, uh, maybe cavemen, but I think, I think we, we, we romanticize the past too much. Me and you had the whole conversation about, like, a couple weeks ago about the fact that, like, like we're talking about the, the fact of, like, a woman throwing her jacket, a man throwing his jacket on the floor, that's a woman stupid. walking over it, right? That's Some Casablanca stu- shit. That's a stupid gesture. And I was sitting there with my boy, and we're arguing with another girl at work, and she's like, yeah, I would want a man to do that. I'm like... If your foot would still get threw, wet. But if a man threw, if you're with a man, he throws his jacket in the water it. and his jacket starts to seep into the water, wouldn't you be like, yeah, this man's an idiot? Like, why would yes, who would do one, that? One, because it's so, stupid. And two, because your foot is still going to get wet. So when we were having this conversation with her and she was saying that, I sat there and I was like, you know what this is? And I remember the article you showed me about things that romantic comedies has invented that yes. we now view as real. Yeah. I was thinking about those, those two things together. And I sat there and I'm like, Yo, movies and Hollywood and romantic comedy has literally put this image in our heads of things that is just not real or just well, it's not realistic. over 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 it's idiotic, right? Over idiotic, it's not realistic, and it sets a bar of an expectation that didn't exist until it was actually in a movie or a TV show. And I digress. People think oh that like some women see romantic comedies. And they'll see a man who's like, oh, my God, you're so interesting. You're so this. And then three days later, he's like, oh, I couldn't stop thinking about you. And he's all up in your face and in your business. And it's like, didn't I just meet you three days ago? And it's like this whirlwind. Or some women have seen where like people fall in love within an hour movie. Yeah, and in a real life, life, the shit wouldn't work. In real life, the reality, it wouldn't. Yeah, in a real life, it wouldn't work. And it's just like, it's just like I'm, I, I sit here now and I think about this logically, and it's what me and you were saying about the past, right? How we, as a society, romanticize the past and how relationships were. Like we don't know what it was like to be alive in relationships during World War One or World War Two. We have a bunch of movies that show the guy going off to war and sending his girl and his girl waiting for him for ten but years, that's the problem, though, and he comes back said, with no foot and she loves no, him. But that's like, the problem, we don't know if that's though, real. You just what you just said. We don't know what it was like, right? We don't. But we believe that we know what it's like from a movie. Exactly, and Hollywood has created this image, right? And it's just like so. Going back to what we were saying, it's like. Like I always tell you, I think this is the first generation that's actually marrying for love. Just, mm-hmm. just I, we're completely off topic right now, but I'm just saying I think <laughs> I think it is because it's like the past generations. Like there was a point in time where there was a point in time where the guy came to your house, knocked on your door, spoke to your dad, and married you because he seen you in, in the in the freaking park and you look good. You know what I mean? Th- th- then there was a time after that where a man took you out on one two dates, courted you, and then came to your house and basically told your father, yo, I have this much money, I have a job, I can take care of you. Mind you, makes sense back then because women couldn't work. Mm-hmm. Then, the, then the, like, these times when this happens again and again and again. Then there was a time where, like, it was always a man buying you. Like, it was some sort of, you know, I'm going to pay a bride price, I'm going to do this, and transactional, right? So we romanticize women also being in love with men, but I think that, like, Prior to the past, like, if we go back a good, like, 20 years ago and, and, and before, it was literally men who were infatuated by women that they thought were beautiful or men being generally in love with some woman based off this idea of her or the beauty mm-hmm. or men just liking a woman and wanting to fuck her but can't do it unless they put a ring on it. And it was women just accepting it. Like, most of these women were not in love with this guy, but... He saw you, he liked you, and in that point in time in history, it's like if a man sees you and likes you, you don't say no because you don't know how many suitors you're going to get. Or, or you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like our history, it's usually men choosing the woman, but not women choosing the man. Okay, I agree with you that. You see what I'm trying to say? Yeah. 
And I think that we romance it a lot back in the day. And it was a man. Men always had a choice. They chose a woman. But the woman didn't choose a man. And going back to this, this guy decides to get engaged to this girl. And she decides to not choose him. And people are going bonkers about it, right? And I'm looking at it and I'm just like, no. like, And I think I think a lot of it comes from this concept of like the good guy, nice girl concept. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Let me break down the good guy concept. So the good guy concept is this concept of like, oh, all guys are assholes and I'm a nice guy. I hold open the doors. I pull out your chair. I throw my jacket in the pool of water when you could have walked around <laughs> it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, like I pick you up from work. Like, I do all these things, which is kind of sometimes insulting to you. Because it's making it seem like you can't do these things yourself. Then helpless. Yes. But I also do these things to be overly nice to show you some sort of security that I can provide for you because your foot doesn't have to touch the ground and your hand have to touch tables or papers. You know what I mean? Yeah. I take care of you in every shape, way, and form. And I'm a good guy. I'm polite. I respect you. I, I, I don't try to kiss you. I don't think you should do any of these things. There's a lot of rape culture in this. I don't think you should do any of this stuff. What I'm saying is like, is like, is like, I'm so not aggressive to the point where I am friendly nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? And because I am this good guy, and a lot of this ties into religion, like I'm a good Christian man, all this type of stuff. Mm -hmm. But because I am this good guy, you should be with me. Even if you're not sexually attracted to me. Even if you're not physically attracted to me, even if you're not intellectually attracted to me, even if you don't even like my ass, you should be with me <laughs> because I am a good guy. And if you're not with me, then I hope the next guy treats you like horrible and don't come back because I'm a good guy. And it's like you're basically telling women that they should pick these guys over the guys that they may be attracted to. I'm not saying a girl should go pick up a gunman or some stupid shit, but I'm just saying that, like, you could be a nice guy, but if I'm just not attracted to you, yeah. Then you know what I'm trying to say, like. But the and problem we, is, is that guys like that end up getting really mad at you, like you just said, because they're like, "Well, I'm so good to you," and it's like just because you're yep. good to me, or because you're nice to me, or you're polite, or all these other fluffy things, doesn't mean I'm going to actually like you and be attracted to you. I don't have to be. I'm not obligated to like you because you do these things. And the guys who usually who usually do get mad are usually the guys that shoot up the whole place. It was like that guy in in Greek town. We live in Toronto, but that guy on a Danforth in Greek town who drove over a bunch of no, women. No, that wasn't Greek town. No, sorry, that sorry. Was, was that by Young and Finch? That, that was, yeah, that was uptown. Who drove into a bunch of women because yeah. women didn't want to date him. And you always hear these stories about these guys. A lot of these guys that rape, it's mainly because women don't want to date them. Yeah. I'm nice. Women don't like... And it's not about women not liking you because you're nice. Women just don't like you. Nigga. But also guys who do... So who, I'm going to go out there and rape a bunch of women. Guys who also commit those atrocities, there's something also wrong with them. Not, yes. not just because women don't like them, yes. but there's also things but that are wrong with them where they I'm just do I'm not trying it. to make excuses like, for no. this. A lot of the times, it's just... Yo, I liked I like women. Women don't like me back. I can't seem so to mend the relationship. It. So I'm gonna take violently take yep. their sexuality from them. Yep. You know what I mean? And these guys always compare themselves to other guys. Oh, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. But in reality, you're doing the same thing as the other guy you're judging. It's just that he's more honest about it and he's yeah. like, Yeah, yeah, you know what? At the end of the day, yo, I just want the boom boom. But you're sitting there being nice, but you want exactly the same thing, right? Yep. Especially growing up in the 90s and 80s, there was how many movies about, like, the nice guy that waited and did the... Cre- like, there's that movie, Revenge of the Nerds, where the, <laughs> where the nice guy, like, wanted the girl for so long, and he tried to get her, and then he didn't get her. And then one night when she was passed out in the bed, 
he went in there and fucked her, right? And it's just like, but back then it was actually glorified because it was like it Revenge was like of the Nerds. The nerd got the hot want, girl. Yeah, he finally got the hot girl. He got to do what he wanted. Fucked up shit, When right? you think about that now, it is messed up. And you, you, and like, it's like I'm saying, like, if a woman's not attracted, it could be a lot of reasons. We've all been, I've been in relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Where I've met people that like, I was intellectually attracted to. We could sit there and talk for hours upon hours. But I had no physical attraction to you. I could see you and I had no urge to jump you, rip your shit off. I just didn't. But I would love talking to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the same thing. Everybody's been in relationships where you have somebody where the physical is great. But as soon as it's done, like, you don't want to talk to this Like, person. you want to leave. You're like, oh, my God. I got to sit here and talk? Shit. I just wait until my dick get hard again. So we've been in both. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's yeah, the same yeah. situation. It's like, it's like... Yo, she, you, she may be a nice guy, but it doesn't mean she's entitled to like you. Exactly. No matter what you do, no matter what you can pay, no matter what you do. Uh, the same can be said for women. Sometimes women think that because they're a good girl that the man that they choose should want them automatically. Just because, you, just yep. because you're attracted to somebody, same yep. thing. It's, it goes the same way. I've experienced that. Shout like, out to my boy DM. So it's like it. some women will be like, well, I'm a good girl. I, I don't know. I went to school. I'm educated. I can bake. I can do this. I can do that. I'm really, really nice to you. I'm there for you. It doesn't mean that they're going to like you back. And that's an, yep. actually another stereotype that sometimes is in movies where you have the girl who likes the guy and they're like good friends, but she never says anything, but she does all these little things and thinking all these that other he will girls notice. Are like drunk, belligerent party but girls. think about that. He's he's like, thinking that, like thinking that. that he'll notice that she's so great for him. And why does he keep choosing all these other women over you? That's also and then, another. That's the makeover. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh my God. That's also another, also very negative thing to think. Because think about this for a second. You're with this, since we're talking about girl and guys, you're with the, the, the guy is your best friend or you guys are friends or whatever it is. You have a lot of things in common, but you never tell him how you feel. But then you judge him for picking girls outside of you. And then you think that you then have to go force and change yourself to be the good girl who also is hot so that your friend will take notice of you. Well, everything and is then, to appease a man. But then you know, sometimes, but... I know, but then sometimes it turns around and then, like, in reality, the guy will be like, great, but I'm not attracted to you like that. But then in movies, he always is like, oh, my God, I'm going to be with you. So what do you think that these women think? Oh, there's a lot of In reality, of that wouldn't actually work, norm- like, hopefully yep. normally. But then all of a sudden, these women see this portrayed in movies, TV shows, and they think is, that they can be able the- to do the same thing. And then look what happens. Sometimes women, like, literally have, like, a psychotic break when a man yeah, does I, not I've want that. I've seen this. I have two scenarios. Matas. <laughs> Me used to work with matas, yeah, right? Yeah. Matas is the same scenario. Matas liked me. I told her no. This girl went out of her way to try everything to break us up yeah. and or get us fired, right? Yeah. That was matas. I have another one. There was a girl I knew, let's just call her Big Ting. So, Big Ting. <laughs> so, I was at school. I used to work during the summer at like these warehouse jobs. And then during the school year, I would get jobs like in the mall, doing whatever it was, the phone companies, different stores, whatever. And I remember, I remember being in school and I was transitioning and I was trying to get a job and I couldn't find one at the current moment. It was like the first week of school. And I was with my boy, Cornelius, shout out to Corn. And I remember um, we were, I was talking about how I'm like, yo, I need a job. Like I need something quick. Like I got to leave this, this warehouse job. Cause I was also in teacher's college and I was like, I can't afford to do this and this at the same time. I was working nights. And I remember one of Cornelius's friends, this Nigerian girl, called her Big Ting. She decided that she's like, oh, my job is hiring. So she worked at some dinky call center downtown, right? It was hiring. So she didn't get me the job. She just gave me the agency number. Yeah. So I called the agency number, sent in my resume. 
The girl talked to me over the phone, sent me over to the job, went over to the job, interviewed me, got the job. So once I got the job, I'm working with her. And I'm like, you know what? I'll give her a ride on my way home. Because we both live, like, in the same city. Yeah. And this is a different city. So I'm like, you know, on the way home, like, we used to take the subway to Yorkdale. I was like, yeah, I'll give you a ride back to Brampton because why not, You're right? Just being nice. So every day we're taking the oh, subway. Courteous as well. Yeah. So every day we're taking, oh, I'm being a nice guy. So every, so every day we're taking the subway back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, right? And so one day I'm on the phone and I'm talking to this girl that I was talking to at the time. And I notice when I get to a crib, she starts like, oh, Justin, we should do this, like talking loud. I'm like, what are you doing? And I, cu- I couldn't get it at the moment. And then, the, and then so I hung up the phone and then, I'm like, yo, what's up with you? Like, you're in front of your house. Like, you usually leave. And then she's just like, oh, um, she starts asking me, long story short, have I ever thought of this? I ever thought of that. We should be together. I basically told a girl, like, yo, you're Cornelius's friend. I'm good. Like, we work yeah, together. Yeah, but you also didn't like her. I'm good. I wasn't a fan. Yeah. I wasn't a fan. I'm not going to go into that because it's 2019, and I'm already calling her big ting, and you already know how this is going to go. You could, you could, it would just mean that she could but, be tall, but too, I, you know? I wasn't a fan. Okay, but personality-wise, I wasn't a fan either. Regardless of both, so the next day I come into work, this girl's not talking to me, and I'm like, "Yo, what's up?" I leave. I'm like, "Yo, you coming?" She's like, "I'm not coming." I'm like, "Okay." The following day, I'm getting ready to go into work. The agency calls me. "Yo, you've been fired for what? Workplace disruption? What?" <laughs> I talk to the girl when I see her at school. She's like, "Oh, that's your fault." Uh, uh, you, 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 you think something about me not swinging dick? It wasn't like that. But something about, like, me not liking her, F me, I'm a fucking Yeah, so she cost you your job just because of the fact that you didn't exactly. like her. Exactly. Yeah. This happens a lot. Listen, I always tell people. I'm like, listen, people say men can't take rejection. Well, neither can women. I, I, it, it's about, like, most men can take rejection because we're usually the ones that pursue. So we've been accepting women rejection for a while. But there are a few men who can't take it who just do the most. We've all seen and this. And there are women who do the same thing. But way. most women don't even know what rejection is like because they've never come out of pocket. When a woman has to come out of pocket to pursue you sexually or for a relationship and you say no, it's my, odd. are you it's crazy? So oh it's like the worst thing you've ever seen in your life because, first of all, a lot of self-entitlement, right? So a lot of it is like, I'm a woman. How could you say no? Or, 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 it's, or it's, I'm offering you pussy. You're supposed to like, be a simplistic free. male. There you go. You're supposed to be able to take the pussy. Who denies pussy, right? I had a girl tell me that. Like, you're, you're, you're denying pussy? That was Meadows, right? You're mm-hmm. denying pussy, crying. So it's like, there's the concept of that. But yeah, go, go, going forth, like, the whole good girl concept, it always it always makes me laugh. I remember, uh, shout out to my boy DM, he'll remember this story. So I remember back in the day, there was this girl that we knew. So she was like this overly religious girl, mm-hmm. right? And she was told her whole life, that if that because she's a good Christian girl and she's a virgin and she's going to school and she's getting her degree, you know that whole typical image of what girls think every guy yeah, wants, yeah, them, right? Yeah. It's like it's like the whole six foot tall diesel doctor. You know what I mean? I work out Who's every day. Tyler Perry. Trust me, no one's ever seen it. Anyone that's been to school has never seen a D's doctor. Like, and if he is D's, he won't be D's two years into his career because he's working all nights. But, yeah. you know, this is the image, right? It's the same double image. So, yeah, she was this little church girl. This, she was like this, this little chubby church girl. And me and my boy DM knew her. And she had such entitlement. Like, oh, 
oh, I'm saving my virginity for this type of guy because because I'm a good girl and I'm this. It wasn't like she's saying I'm saving my virginity because it's something I actually want to do. She's like, I'm saving it for a guy who's going to appreciate me because it's what yeah. she was told as a kid, right? I get it. Long story short, after a few years of this, we started seeing this girl bitter all over social media. Everything was all men ain't shit, this ain't shit, all because what she was raised to think and what she thought her and whole life and believed. believe isn't coming true. And she's realizing now, she was like in her late 20s at this point. She was like 27. She's realizing now that no guy is attracted to the virgin. No guy cares if you're a virgin. And she was the type that would use her virginity to put down other girls. And this is what the good girls usually do. Mm-hmm. Oh, you like her? She's a whore. I'm a virgin. You like her? She's a slut. I'm a virgin. You like her? She, You know she fucked this guy? I'm a virgin. So, like, you're trying to use your purity to put down another but woman, really, right? You're putting it down, but it's also not even about purity. It's just, like, that's, that's, you that's doing that That's, that's is, what they call it. Yeah, it's... And I'm sitting there and I'm just like, unless this guy is overly religious or overly cultural, past the age of like 18, 21, he probably don't care about this virgin shit, right? Nah. Like, he'll probably care if like the whole town ran through you and you're a pass around thing. Yeah. But between virgin and that, he's pretty much okay. You know what I'm trying to say? So yeah. it's just like, like, this is not a con, this is, this is not a thing. But she's hold on to these old values that her parents gave her, right? They came out of the Bible, you know? The Holy Bible. So, long story short, yeah, this girl's bitching, crying all over social media. Why am I single? This is not fair. All men ain't shit. Blaming all men, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and then she used to always say, men of this generation like whores. I should have been in the older generation. Because all the men of this generation, you guys just like whores. You guys like whores. So because we don't like her, we like whores. You know what I'm trying to say? And a very strong opinion there. Yep. And she used to bitch and... Her sense of entitlement. And I remember this. And it was, and when I asked her why, it was always like, oh, because I'm a good girl. I stayed a virgin. I did this. And I'm like, one day I asked her, like, yo, how did it work out for you? How did it work out for you? What'd she say? Oh, she was pissed off. You know, she didn't talk. Yeah, it was funny. You know, you just said that. Remember when <laughs> you watched um, that Rebel Wilson movie, Isn't It Romantic, where it takes every single yep. stereotype cliche yep. and shows you just how ridiculous it actually is? Yep. I wish that everybody who believed in that would actually watch that movie because it is the truth. Yeah. No one just like scoops you up and is like, oh my God, you're my everything. And Because in reality, if that were to happen, I'm pretty sure most of them would be creeped out. Yeah, I say this Because they show the up at the most random places. They're like, oh, I was in the neighborhood. No, you weren't, you stalker. Like, <laughs> like it's not it's not normal. Romantic comedy. It's like when people fell in love with Fifty Shades up. of Grey, and you're like, the only reason you would let that shit happen is because he is rich. Yeah, it's like, yeah, 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 I said that, yeah, I said that. I said that the first That's not romance. Episode. That was abuse. <laughs> Romantic <laughs> comedies abuse. have fucked people up. Me and my boy always have a conversation with our homegirl at work. And she's always like, yo, one day a rapper's gonna scoop me up or a ball player right. or some shit. He's just gonna and randomly yo, be downtown I, I and be like, you, hey girl. I told you, I, I had to tell name? her. I had to tell her. I'm like, yeah, I wanna be honest with all you girls. There's not enough men in the 1% for all of you. First of all, most most of the men in the 1% are marrying women who are also in the 1% that they grew up with. These women are also not going to work, but they're marrying them because they're part of the same country clubs. Mm. Their parents golf together. Like, yeah. that's the concept. It's the same way how most doctors and lawyers, their parents were doctors and lawyers. Because you got to be able to afford law school and medical school, right? So that's the concept, right? So it's just like... And then the ones, the ones who, the ones who are left are usually the ones who just made it straight from poverty into the 1%. But there's not enough of them for all of you. 
Like, there's not enough men in the 1%. And then when these girls get older and they're single, they're even more bitter because now they're like, I didn't get what I wanted. Now I'm married to Frank, the handyman. Or they never get married at all. And then they they just sit there and they bitterly look at everyone else's life. Sometimes they even try and destroy some of those people's lives because they're like, well, I liked him when we were this old. Misery deserves company. No, it doesn't. Misery deserves to be by itself because that's what you're choosing to believe and not choosing to actually adapt and change and also to realize the type of like choices you're making. Yeah. You can't you can't base your romantic choices nor your actual life on a movie that is written to your most basic insecurities. You'd be shocked. And it's not and it's not and I, don't, I, I think that I think it's written to your insecurities because I don't think it's written on this whole thing of oh, this is what people are looking for, I think it's based off your insecurities because the people who are the most insecure are the ones who are addicted to that. Yeah, sure. So I don't think it's based off of trying to say, oh, this person is perfect. It's like, no, I'm going to take something about you and base it off of this, make the movie seem like it's romantic when it actually is poking at every single thing you don't like about yourself. Sometimes Making you believe that if you change into the person you see on the screen, that you can have the same life too. It is fictitious, but a lot of people think that it could possibly be real. Sometimes the most insecure people are always the most beautiful people. Like I've, I've seen that throughout my life, where you look at them and you're like, "Wow, this is you're really overcompensating double time over here." But no, it's it's. I think romantic comedies have put a lot of things in a lot of people's heads. Like, remember that girl I told you about? So. I'm not even gonna do that, but okay. So I remember working. I remember being young, working in the mall, and I used to talk to this girl that also worked in the mall, and we were talking like on and off for like maybe like three, three, four years on and off, right? And it was always the same concept. It was just, it was just a ting type of thing, but we talk on and off. So regardless of that, I remember the last time we were hanging out. She used to always complain about how she's not single. I was younger than her, so I was like. How she's not single? How she's, how she's not. I just, she don't got a man, sorry. Oh, okay. Always complain like, she don't she's got not a man. single. <laughs> Always complain she don't got a man, right? And I remember there was this one time where we went to the movies. And me and her were just whatever. So we used to have open conversations about life and everything. So we go to the movies and she sees some guy she went to high school with. Mm-hmm. Who's like, he used to play football in high school or something, right? And oh she, 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 she idolized those type of stuff, right? Most people in Canada don't care about that stuff, but she idolized that type of stuff. So I remember we're in the movie, and she sees the guy walk in with his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And his girlfriend was like this bigger girl. She was a thick, bigger girl. Okay. And he was walking in, holding her down, loving her. And she's like, oh, you see that guy right there? And I was like, yeah. She's like, I used to go to school with that guy. And then she goes, she goes, I never liked him. But what I don't understand is, why is it that she goes, and she looks at me, and she goes, why is it that all these guys who who are doing this and doing that or are good looking, why is it that they always marry these like ugly fat bitches and then girls like me and then girls like me who are beautiful, who work wow. out, who look amazing, we're the ones that don't get married. So I didn't say anything. Wow, and she's like, weird. and then looked at me and she's like, she's like, you got something to say about that? And I was like, why are you asking me? And she's like, oh, well, your your ex-girlfriend was thick too. So you do the same thing. I was like, God damn, crap. bitch, really? She's like, yo, you got something to say about it? So I sat there and I was like, yo, the movie's beginning. So I waited. I thought about my response during the movie. So after we're sitting there, we're grabbing a burger. And she brings it up again. And I was like, okay, you want to know the reason why this happens? And she goes, why? And I was like, yo, I've known you for four years. 
So I'm going to be honest with you. This is the last time we ever spoke. Yeah, you probably this said is, This is why I'm not life. honest with people. Because this is why I shut my fucking mouth. Thing, like, yes, okay. Sometimes you're not honest with people because of certain things. And sometimes they got to hear it. Go ahead. What'd you say? What'd you say? So I, so I sat there and we're, we're, eating, we're eating the burgers. And I sat there and she's like, tell me. And I was like, all right, I'm going to break it down to you. I know you, so I'm basing this off of you and other, other your friend group because I yeah, know them and yeah. other people I know who are like this, right? I'm like, that girl offers more. And she's like, what do you mean? She's like, I'm beautiful. I'm, I'm this. I'm this. I got ass. I got titties. I'm a bombshell. And then she just. Wow, she really baked up herself no, there. She right? loves herself. Then she decided. Yeah, but damn. <laughs> so I was like, all right. And she's like, and I'm wasting time fucking niggas like you. And I was like, I wow. guess. I get, mighty, mighty. She would always talk about all the dudes she fucked with 10 years older than her and had salary money. At the time, me and her were was like... trying to make you jealous over absolutely nothing? I didn't nothing? give a fuck. I, I wasn't there for that, so I didn't oh care. At the God. time, me and her were in our mid-20s working in the mall. We both worked in the mall, so we're on the same fucking level. I actually was going to school. She wasn't, so maybe I was an inch above her level, but we were both in the mall. So so she said, she said that, and I'm listening to her, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to let you know then. Fuck it. You want to go there? Let's go there. Let's do it. Let's do it like that. So I let her know. I was like, this is the concept. It's like, you're looking at him and saying, why is this guy with a girl like that when he could be like a girl like me, right? Mm -hmm. But you're not realizing maybe there's something that girl brings to the table. The problem is the only thing you value about yourself is your beauty. Yeah. And your body and your beauty as a whole. Yeah. But he's probably got to that stage where he's over that. He ran through the beautiful girls and he realized that, like, it wasn't great. Like, some of them are dumb. Some of them starfish. Some of the beautiful girls just so ain't he, just he, ain't popping. They so just he went look for good. Somebody who possibly they just has look more good. Substance. And I think I think it got to the point where he met this girl, and it was just like she's there for him emotionally when he needs her to be. She listens to his problems. She believes in his dreams and his passions. She wants to grow and work with him. They probably like the same thing. They probably sit there and watch Seinfeld. Or they sit there and watch The Simpsons. Like, they have something in common that brings them together. Yeah, you know I what get I mean? It, like, I get it. They, they're actually able to hold intellectual conversations. Maybe this guy likes to have intellectual conversations about race and politics, and she's there to nurture that. She's not just there as a beautiful face and, like, and like a, a bed thing. Like, she's actually there for something more. And I think, and then she's like, what are you trying to say? And I'm like, and I'm like, I'm like, yo, but I'm about to say the girl's name too, like, four times in this whole thing. And I was like, yo, I was like, besides. I'm like, what do you offer in a relationship? And then she's like, oh, well, I'm beautiful. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. But, but besides your beauty uh, and besides your pum pum, what do you offer in a relationship? Absolutely nothing. And all the girl could say is, oh, well, like, well, like, I can cook. I was like, that's it? Cook? What are we, in the 1920s? Like, that's the issue. The only thing you offer is pum pum. While this girl offers a lot more, it seems like. And that's why they're together. He doesn't care about the outside appearance because he's actually in love with her. Yeah. While with you, he's just in lust. Mind you, I'm not saying this is all beautiful girls. I'm not saying this is all no, no, non-aesthetically beautiful girls. I'm, I'm just saying the concept, right? And I'm sitting there and I'm just like, oh. So it's the same exact concept. It's just that, like, instead of being the good girl, it's like, I'm the beautiful girl. So I also deserve it. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. But I feel like with a lot of people, it's a sense of, like, self-entitlement. Like, to be honest, I think the whole good guy concept is very detrimental because the good guys are usually the ones that go out there after a few years. There's a lot of guys living right now in their mom's basement playing World of Warcraft, never had pussy one day in their life. But they're that happy. Are growing, that are growing up to be potential rapists, some of them. Yeah, but they're happy right now. They're, they're happy like, right now, but they're growing. But when they get to 35 and they're like, yo, my porn subscription ain't really popping anymore. 
my opponents will keep saying, will he pop anymore? And I don't know what to do. They get to that age, and then, lo and behold, they go out, and they're, they're a serial rapist. Yeah. Because because they've taken... It's self-entitlement, right? It's not the fact that they're single. It's the fact that they've taken the fact that they are single and blamed it on women not appreciating them because their mom probably told them their whole life, you're a great guy. You're a great guy. You're so not, instead of... Not just you're a great guy. You're a nice guy. You're... Oh, exactly. You're so courteous. So, you so are instead of all actually, these other things yeah, other so, than telling them that they're being stupid and that they need to stop doing but that. But the problem is because you do that, instead of that guy actually working on himself I mean, working and becoming on himself, a better guy things. and maybe putting himself out there and trying to meet girls and stop going for the typical girl that you know you're just going after her because she's hot because you guys have nothing in common. If you like Dungeons and Dragons and this bitch likes Elle magazine, you guys probably shouldn't be dating. And for everyone that's mad about the fact that they can't find somebody... All those dudes probably have a girl in the back pocket who likes them, but they're ignoring. All those girls have a guy in the back pocket that likes that's them, that's happens, exactly like them, the but they're ignoring. Who are similar to you? Not saying that they're exactly like you, because that would be thing. boring. But like they're similar to you in the interest, and then you always pass them over. And the funny thing is, is that sometimes if you pass them up, they're just gonna go actually find somebody else. But it's also because of what the media tells you. The media okay. tells you as a guy, you need to have this girl. And tells oh, you yeah, as a girl, yeah. you need to have this guy. So it's a like lot the of these people have being like a hot bombshell or some. I don't a know, lot, a, a lot, a lot of really these dudes, a lot of these dudes that are going to Comic Con, have their best friend who's a girl who also goes to Comic Con with them, but they're not looking at her. They want that girl who never paid them attention once in their life, who doesn't even know well, who the hell they are. Do the same thing where they have no, a guy I'm who's saying. similar, I'm it's the and same then they thing. instead want the guy who looks like a GQ model. It's the same shit. It's the same all the way around, right? What? But the problem is, is that. As I'm saying, when it comes to the to the male ego and when it comes to the I'm a nice guy, these guys these guys have a self-entitlement because they've been told growing up that they're perfect and somebody should like them instead of actually working on them. And then when they don't meet that girl, yeah. that turns violent because males usually have a more of a violent nature. And then that turns into rape and abuse and all this other fuckery. And when it comes to the nice girl concept, these girls usually grow up, same concept, being told by their family and everything, you're perfect, you're great, you're, 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 you're innocent, you're a virgin, you're religious, you went to school, you're every guy's dream, you're wifey. You know what I'm trying to say? And then when they can't find a guy based off these qualities that they grew up holding there, mm-hmm. then they get mad and they get bitter and they blame all men and and they go on this rampage. Oh, I know. It's a whole thing. And you're looking at it like, okay, seriously, this is actually all on you because you decided to kind of just stick and be like this. And also, too, no one around you actually told you what you were doing was a little bit off or crazy. This is, I think this is the reason why, like, as I get older, I realize how scary the nice guy, good girl concept is. It's scary. It's detrimental. It's, it's disheartening. And sometimes at the end of the day, if you don't nip it in the bud, like it's going to go on until something worse happens. Well, we've already seen what the worst happens. Yeah. Yeah, we have actually. Yeah. So, yeah. Some girls go crazier. Some girls go crazy. Some girls Guys go try crazy. and mow people down, and they only specifically target. It's one like thing. it's like the, the girl... thing that happened. The thing that happened that you're talking about that happened uptown. He only targeted women. Yeah. It's it's like the girl you told me you went to high school with who was obsessed with that guy, and he got married to the girl. Yeah. Got married to another girl, and then she showed up at his house no, where so his she, kids yeah, were. Yeah, and she like and lost shit. her shit. And it's like, and she, and she never even spoke to him. But it's just like, I think. And I'm not blaming parents, but I, I think you should tell your children that they are the greatest thing in the world. But I think you should do that when they're young. I think after you get to a certain point, you need to level your kid's head 
and be like, you know what? I, I, at the end of the day, like, yes, you're great. We're great with this, but you, you could, could get better with this part of your personality. Yeah. You could improve this. And a lot of these things people learn growing up as they date. If, if they're, if they date and they're actually self-conscious, they realize at the end of the relationship what they did wrong. Some people date and only realize what the other person did wrong. But if they're able to realize what they did wrong, then at the end of the relationship, then yeah, they look back and they're like, you know what? Like, I'm going to actually try to, to change and adapt this as well. So, but I think that people, I think that people have to be conscientious of that. Because I think if you're not, then it gets detrimental and then it gets a lot worse. Well, we'll see what happens if society decides to uh, change, but we know that's not going to happen. It's not society. I think it's individual people. Society I think, and media, though. Yeah. It's society and media. Well, society and media carries the image, so exactly. I see Exactly, so point. that needs to part. That needs to change. But I think people got to... Society and media ain't going to change because that image that they sell in movies is selling. That's why we all buy it. Right. It so I think it's individual people working. that have to realize that, you know what, they're going to put this image out there, but it's not real. Mm-hmm. And I need to take myself off a pedestal. And I need to think about maybe what, what I can do to improve myself or what I do wrong. And maybe that's why people don't like me. Well, maybe we'll it's see. not just that, like, the whole world is against me and we'll all see. women and all men ain't shit. We'll see. Maybe it's me. Yeah. Mm. You ready? I'm ready. All right. 